Hi there. Thank you for clicking that link. Welcome to season three and episode two of Permeated in God's Presence. If it's your first time here, please, 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 I would really love for you to catch up on the seasons one and two. Um, And for those who keep coming back, you already know that I'm so glad to have you. I'll just say I'm just this Jesus girl. I'm finding so much joy in sharing the word of God with a clear goal just to encourage someone out there to be more intentional about prophesying the promises in the word of God as we all get a deeper understanding of God's will and purpose for our lives. And so God, we just want to say thank you. We bless your holy name. We thank you for yet another time to listen to the truth in your word. We pray, oh God, that as we hear all that we hear today, we will not be listeners alone, but doers of your word, oh God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so let's just get right into it. From the picture, I'm sure you can already tell that this week's episode is focused on what does it really mean to question God? I mean, is it okay to question God? You know, would we be sinning if we question God? What does it even mean, you know, to question God? So I started studying the Bible from Genesis recently, even though I had done the Bible in one year plan at some point. But sometimes, you know, some of those things just sort of feel rushed in my opinion. Um, so I decided to start this time without pressure, you know, just reading with ease, taking it one chapter at a time and as i read through chapter 18 of genesis where god revealed to abraham on the destruction of sodom and gomorrah i paid attention to how abraham asked him questions over and over again and you know that just stuck with me and i realized that not once did god fail to answer you know from verses 16 he starts off by asking you can't possibly want to punish the righteous alongside the wicked, right? So he started to go deeper to understand God's thought process. And he says, okay, so if in the process of wanting to destroy Sodom, what if we find 50 righteous people? Will you spare the land for their sake? And God says, yes, I will. And he thought, okay, maybe for 50 people, he will do that. How about if they are 45? How about if they are 40? And then he goes on, okay, God, maybe if they are 30. Okay, what if we find just 20 people that are righteous? Would you still do this? And for each time he asked, God gave him an answer that yes, because of the 30, because of the 20, I will save the land for their sake. And he says, okay, maybe I should come to the barest minimum. And he says, God, I'm sorry if it seems as though I'm bothering you, but just to check, what if we find only 10 righteous people? Would you still destroy the land? And God says, no, if I find 10 righteous people, I would save the land for their sake. You know, so it was just really interesting for me to see and understand that God never gets tired of answering us. You know, it's always been okay to question God. But what we don't realize is questioning God is not the same as accusing God. It's not emotionally blackmailing God. It is not doubting his sovereignty. You know, we ask simply because we trust that he alone has the answers. So when Christians say, oh, you know, we can't question God, I beg to differ. You can. As a matter of fact, we do. You know, there are very many examples of how God has answered tough questions in the Bible. So why is yours any different? God loves to give us the guidance and the clarity that we desire. 
so he sure loves to hear us ask however our questions to god should be asked with a respectful and humble attitude of faith not from a place of accusation or rebellion as as we're discussing this i just sort of picture a classroom you know with a tutor and the students and the students are there because they acknowledge that they need to know more in order to succeed in life and there is also belief that their tutor is wise and knowledgeable enough to help them understand every single thing relating to the different topic areas right now if the tutor finishes downloading his wise thoughts and all the notes and then he now says um but i can't take any questions please and then he continues to do that you know every single time i'm sure at some point the students will begin to doubt if the tutor even has any knowledge at all because if you really do you should entertain questions that help you further clarify what you have just thought so it's the exact same thing with god if we say oh let's not question god or you know we shouldn't question god is it because we think he doesn't have the answers or he doesn't love us enough to give us the answers you know i'll say this as often and as loudly as i can god is not afraid of our questions even the hard ones you know when you ask a question on a norm it's typically because you need insight and answers to either help you make a better decision you know get to the root cause of a case for example or maybe just help you gain knowledge or something on something you know you didn't know i'm sure you would agree with me that this phrase or oh, we can't question god or let's not question god or who are we to question god also happens to be very popular in the place of grief and loss so maybe the loss of a loved one the loss of property you know something so deeply hurtful and you know we really find it hard to comprehend questions are expected when you don't understand something so yes i think it's okay to ask god to help you understand why certain things have happened especially when you do not even understand them so if you're ever in a place where you find yourself maybe consoling a friend or a loved one going through it rather than say oh you know we can't question god pray for them and pray that if and when they actually think to seek clarity from god on that particular situation that they do so from a place of faith and humility and not from a place of rebellion because really it won't make sense until you actually know what god is doing so that's what asking question does it eliminates the confusion and the accusation and rather it brings about peace and clarity okay so can we normalize questioning god can we change the narrative of what it means to question god you know there are certain things that draw the line between questioning god and attacking the character of god and i'll just share a few and i also love for you to share with me what you think what are your thoughts you know what are the things that the holy spirit drops in your heart when you think through this first thing is the posture of your heart you know this is where it all begins the problem is many people often ask god questions with a rebellious untrusting heart you know not truly trying to get an answer you know from the lord but it's more around um pushing blames on why certain things haven't happened the way they plan for it so consciously or unconsciously that becomes an attack to the character of god and that right there is a sin romans 14:23 says everything that does not come from faith is sin so sometimes we find ourselves in situations where we ask god for things to happen and it doesn't or it hasn't happened yet because there's only a limit to which we can see 
then we go to god like oh god but i trusted you but i praised you through the weight you know but you said you can do all things so haven't you done this that's blackmail and that is questioning his sovereignty so it's very important to check and ask ourselves have i been asking god questions from a place of doubt or from a place of reverence and surrender am i desperately needing an answer from god or is this just me trying to make god feel bad about something because he won't if you study the book of habakkuk it's a whole back and forth with god it's a debate you know he asks then god replies this was when he was seeking god about the israelites and why there was so much suffering for his people and the most beautiful thing is after he got the answers chapter 3 he begins to worship god in awe and adoration so even when you're not sure how to go to god first make sure that you're going with the right posture in your heart and you'll be surprised how you then begin to receive answers from God the other thing is from a place of fellowship you know fellowship means a friendly association with someone or people who share the same interests fellowshipping with God first starts with the consciousness that you are a friend of God being a friend of God also means that you desire to spend time with him and you want to know all of his being right so how do you get to know God though if you don't ask him questions let's go back to my initial reading in Genesis 18 so before God revealed to Abraham what he intended to do with Sodom there was a place of fellowship you know the Lord had visited Abraham in his tent he and his wife Sarah had entertained the three unusual guests you know which happened to be God in form of man as we read further we see that verse 16 then says as they left Abraham went with them that's a strong desire for fellowship Abraham spent more time with the Lord and in the place of fellowship God revealed his plans that warranted Abraham asking him questions and for every question God replied like I said earlier he asked if I find 50 if I find 40 okay maybe 30 maybe 20 for everything he asked God replied so you see we are better off seeking answers from a place of fellowship and not from a place of fear the more we ask the more we understand who God really is so in that moment I'm sure Abraham came to the understanding that God is such a kind and compassionate God it wasn't even about the number whether he found 50 people or he found 10 people I'm sure even if he found one righteous person God was set to save the land for that person's sake so Abraham had insight into the understanding of who God really is how kind and compassionate he is so the final thing is the answers we search for would would always find more often than not in the word of god you know the word of god never gets old it says it is truth and it is life so many of the answers that we seek can be found in the word of god and sometimes in the place of prayer you know we find that as we surrender our hearts god will begin to prompt us to the areas of the word that bring clarity to our hearts burning questions and circumstances you know it's even more interesting that there could be parts or chapters that you have read time and time again but it never really you know meant anything but you're going through a certain situation and that by the time the, the lord leads you to that reading then it makes so much sense it feels like a light bulb moment that's what the word of god does so our relationship with god is not one-sided it's a dialogue so don't ever be in a situation where you think oh god just wants to tell me what to do but i can't ask him what i need to do God is waiting to answer your questions. God always wants to know. 
at every point in time. You know, so our relationship with God is not one-sided. It's something that, you know, if we need to satisfy our concerns, if we feel like even when we read the word, we feel like we're not getting enough answers, God is still set to answer us. So let's seek him. Let's pray. Let's have a conversation with him. Let's fellowship with God. You know, God may not always answer questions in the way we want, but he welcomes questions from hearts that are seeking the truth in his word. So God, we thank you and we pray that as we continue to seek the truth in your word, you open our hearts and our minds to receive from you. Let us understand that it is one thing to question God and seeking answers from God and it's another to accuse God. I pray that we will never operate from a place of rebellion. Rather, we would be filled with faith and even in moments where we are seeking answers and in times when we do not we do not even understand the things that are going on around us, we would have trust in the fullness of who you are and we will know that all the answers that we need resides in you even when we don't understand it or we don't get a full glimpse lord we pray that our hearts will be open to actually receive you to take us through the process and understand everything that you're doing in our lives at every point in time in jesus name amen Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to catch up on previous episodes if you haven't already. And please share with your loved ones. You never just really know who needs to hear this. Have a super amazing week. I wish you an even more beautiful September ahead. And remain in God's presence. Bye.